0: This week we have two stars for you and a dog. Our first star is no stranger to Keystone clients. Having been in our Canadian small cap research and our Focus Buy portfolio for over two years, Expel Inc., symbol X-P-E-L, on the NASDAQ. The company provides protective films and coatings including automotive paint protection film, surface protection film, automotive and architectural films, and ceramic coatings. The stock jumped 30% on Monday after reporting excellent Q3 financial results and is now up over 850% since we recommended to, to clients in just September of two years ago. The second star of the week is no stranger to Keystone Research as well as it holds a place in our U.S. growth stock research focused by portfolio Fortinet Inc., the company, symbol FTNT on the NASDAQ, a pure play cybersecurity company with a product line that includes unified threat management appliances, firewalls, network security, and secured and its own security platform, Security Fabric. The stock is up 10% over the past five days and around 25% since they released their Q3 financial results in late October. Our Dog of the Week is Canada Goose Holdings, Inc., symbol G-O-O-S on the TSX, a Canadian-based designer, manufacturer, and retailer of premium outdoor apparel for men, women, youth, children, and babies. The company is down 8% in the last two trading days. After initially dropping 15% on news, the company's Hong Kong business would be significantly impacted by protests in the country. The stock is also down around 24% year to date. Is it a dog or opportunity? We will let you know. Now let's get into the show this week. I'm going to welcome back my two co-hosts, Aaron and Brennan. How are you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. How about you guys? Yeah, I'm doing well. Good morning. Yeah, for sure. Busy right now. We're in Q3 earnings season, so a lot of companies in coverage and companies that we're monitoring, reporting quarterly results. We're endeavoring to get out updates to clients. Uh, We're looking at putting together and we're releasing over the next week our Canadian cannabis report, special report on that industry. Over 200 companies, again, profiled in that report. Uh, We don't know if we'll have a recommendation yet. There, this time last year, we came out with that report ahead of just ahead of legalization. And uh, we, you know, while we like the revenue growth, could not find a company that was significantly profitable and traded at reasonable prices. So, we recommended avoiding the sector, uh, which was a great call at this time last year, as you can see, you know, the average. Canadian cannabis related stock is off over fifty percent, and there's many stocks that have been down uh, f- far more than that in terms of percentage terms over the past year. Now, with blood on the streets, we you know do see some value. Sorry, I think a lot of the big ones as
1: well have been hit very hard. Um, oh, yes, yeah. Canopy Growth, just for example, reported a, a loss of three hundred and seventy four million in just the quarter, and that company was down fifteen percent today. Yeah, um, just for the day. Uh, from its from its highs this year, it's down far more than that. I'm just going to take a quick look. Yeah, I know. So the stock has dropped from seventy dollars. It's at its high this year. to down about twenty dollars per share right now. And this is this is one of the leaders in the space. So it's very concerning.
0: I, I mean, we hate to you know beat a dead horse, but we we just. A a business in the stock market, a stock comes down to its financial results, the cash flow over time, the near term, you can have hype surrounding that business, but always pulls back to the fundamental value, the value of the cash flow going forward. And when you don't see that cash flow, and when you keep pushing out profitability, as far as I understand now, canopy is looking at 2023, to when it's going to be adjusted earnings positive, Uh, you keep pushing out that figure missing targets and the market uh, you know is going to punish your stock and you know these companies need to post profitability and and when we're looking at any business in this sector we need to see profitability and when you see big names and you know so there's a ton of companies that are kind of surrounding this segment of those 200 plus that we're profiling many of them we don't believe will be around two to three years from now and 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 you know, when you're talking about the biggest players in the sector having losses like that, uh, you really got to be careful. You definitely have to be careful, and and there's a lot of speculation in this sector. Even with the drops that we've seen, uh, there's still some companies that are significantly overvalued. One thing I'll say though is that by look looking
1: at the cannabis space overall, I mean the It's been absolutely disastrous for investors over the past year since legalization. It's it, it's it's been atrocious. Um, the declines in the share Uh prices. But financially, we have seen some improvement. I mean, companies have grown revenue and some companies, a small group of them, um, but some companies are actually EBITDA positive and a couple potentially uh, net earnings positive as well. So it does give us a little more to work with. And as I look at the cannabis sector overall, just the whole group, I'm, I'm still very negative on the space. But the 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 light at the end of the tunnel here is that we are starting to see a couple of companies that are looking interesting on a fundamental cash flow, profitability, and even value basis. So we could potentially have a recommendation, maybe even two, out of this report.
0: Yeah and, and I mean you get to I mean we like to often buy when there's blood in the streets we talk about that all the time and some babies get thrown out with the bathwater all these quotes that you see and uh, everybody's looking the other way now we're looking to potentially make a purchase um, broadly speaking there's not a lot of value but you know in some individual select names when we go through all 200 plus companies you know that's where that's where the value of some fundamental research looking at these companies with those eyes, with a long-term pro, uh, perspective, can be very valuable, and uh, you know you, you may see further selling in the sector. You know, accelerating into mid-December with some tax loss selling, and uh, there may be some opportunity at that point. Now, let's—we should probably just get into the show and get into our first star from our Stars and Dogs segment. It's time for this week's star. 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 this again as i said no stranger to our clients and really congrats to any of our clients who have owned this stock over the past 2 years the company is Expel, inc symbol x p e l on the nasdaq it originally when we recommended it 2 years ago the symbol was d a p . u the dot u meant it traded in us dollars on a canadian exchange it is now graduated to the nasdaq at that time the stock was $1.42 today Brennan, you're going to tell us what it trades at.
2: Yeah. So uh, um, today, uh, Expel is trading at around $13.68 and has a market cap of uh, $374 million. So uh, as you alluded to earlier, Ryan, uh, the stock was up 30% on Monday after reporting great financial results, and it is now up over 850% since we initially recommended it to clients just under two years ago. Uh, at a dollar forty-two, uh, talk about a game changer for anybody's portfolio. Um, and I, I do want to note here that on Monday, after reporting these excellent results, uh, trading volume on Expel nearly surpassed one million shares traded, which almost doubled the previous one-day trading volume record on the stock. Uh, so the market seems to have been very excited about the results. So. Um, Expel is a global provider of protective films and coatings, including uh, automotive paint protection film, surface uh, protection film, automotive and architectural window films, and ceramic coatings. And uh, the primary product and service is automotive paint protection film, uh, typically applied aftermarket, but the company works with dealers as well. Um, so this film just essentially prevents annoying scratches and dings on your vehicle caused by flying debris or minor bumps, uh, helping to protect that paint and uh, maybe uh, um, you know uh, keep your uh, resale value a little bit higher on your on your car. So what's driving the stock? Um, on Monday, the company reported record third quarter financial results. Revenue increased uh, just under uh, 22% to 35.6 million compared to the third quarter 2018 and sequentially revenue growth was 18.4% compared to the second quarter of 2019 gross margin improved to 34.5% compared to 30.3% in the third quarter of 2018 uh, of course leading to better profitability Um, and earnings per share grew to Uh, $0.16 per share compared to $0.08 per share in the third quarter of 2018. Um, And I'd also like to mention here that this also beat the analyst consensus expectation by about $0.06. So you can clearly see why the market got so excited about the company's performance. Uh, You know, just blowing those out of the water. Um, so another positive takeaway from the quarter was that Ryan Pape, the CEO, stated that the company saw continued revenue growth across all of their geographic regions, including return to growth in China, where revenues increased 16.5% in the third quarter. Uh, they did have a little bit of a slowdown there earlier, so it's nice to see that uh, they're getting back to growth. Um, and he also mentioned that they're excited by the interest that they are receiving for their products and installation services, and as they move through the for through the fourth quarter, uh, they believe that they are well positioned to drive continued growth and profitability through the end of 2019. So of course, it's a little bit of uh, you know positive guidance going forward here to close out the year. So while the stock performance has been excellent, what is encouraging going forward is that the price gains have been driven by the underlying fundamentals and growth in the business remains strong. Um, Revenues have more than doubled in the past two years, and profitability has been increasing with margin expansion. So when we initially recommended the company, uh, they had recently reported earnings per share of around 1.6 cents per share, um, where they have now grown this figure uh, in the most recent quarter 900%. Uh, So, you know, just astonishing growth here. So um, I I was watching BNN um, on Monday uh, after the... The, uh, quarterly release and um, it was interesting that uh, BNN didn't even touch on Expel's impressive results um, as Keystone is essentially one of the only independent research houses uh, covering the stock and the only way it could have made it onto your um, radar or into your portfolio was by being a client of our research. Um, so all in all here expels jump this week and impressive performance over the past two years give it the coveted status of our star of the week and again we would like to congratulate all clients who own the company
0: yeah i think it's a great summary and the company has obviously you know performed well beyond expectations it it crushed the you know kind of consensus estimate in the in the last quarter and that's why you see a 30 percent draw or jump in one day on the stock i do remember uh, you know, conducting the initial research onto the company. We actually watched the company for almost four years prior to a recommendation. It it always had good revenue growth, but the margin situation had, had not been to our liking. And then it came down to a range and the, the numbers had a little bit of noise in it to the bottom line where it was probably more profitable really than uh, what you saw in the accounting earnings. And when you moved out some of those uh, one-time numbers, they were Closing down a couple of facilities or consolidating some of their facilities, uh, you could see a little bit more profitability there. But on a quarterly basis, it wasn't much more than a cent or two in terms of earnings, really, even when you adjusted out those items, you could see where it was progressing. But, you know, to go from that range, you know, one to two cents on a quarterly basis to post a quarter of 16 cents uh, just on monday uh tremendous growth and uh, that can power an 800 percent plus gain in a stock Uh, we'll be updating this company in the next couple days to our clients fully and give our current uh rating on the stock to all clients at that time but exceptional gains and uh you know you need these big gainers in your portfolio to beat the market over the long term and this is a stock that uh the uh, most of our clients should have owned and have done well in and we uh uh, we're obviously very happy about that.
1: You know, one thing that I love about Expel is it's it's a perfect example of why investors don't have to follow popular trends to mm. yeah. do well in the market. Uh, when, when when we recommended Expel, nobody thought that it was an exciting business. Protective films for cars, there's, there's nothing exciting and there's no popular trend there. I mean, people were looking at things like cannabis and, uh, and, and blockchain and the... That's where all the attention was going. Uh, but then you look at Expel, it's, it's been one of the top-performing stocks, maybe the top-performing non-penny stop stock on the TSX over the period that we recommended it. And What makes it exciting is not necessarily uh, the business or if it falls into a certain category that people like. What makes it like, what makes it exciting to us and eventually to investors is the money that it's making and the growth mm-hmm. and just that it's a great business. It's expanding and being successful and delivering value for shareholders. So it, it really is uh, an excellent case study
2: with respect to that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I would, ag- I would agree. Like I think that that's like right on the, right on the point there, Aaron, like it's an excellent case study. Um, Being a junior analyst j- just to see, how a stock can perform when a company's underlying um, fundamentals, when their revenue is growing um, at a a quite a fast race or quite a fast pace, but they're also expanding those margins. Um, you, You know, like, I just think that uh, like clearly that's what drives a stock or, or can um, and, it, and it's great to see that
0: yeah and you're right tremendous growth in revenues and then mar- margin expansion has really been the story here those two things combined has really ratcheted up earnings and uh, you know keeping costs in line too as well but all of those things just you know made for explosive earnings growth earnings growth drives the per share uh, growth over time and that's what you see in this business uh, and in this company. Now, that segues from one great company to a next. We're going to look at our second weekly star. From our Stars and Dogs segment, it's time for this week's Star. 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 From our coverage, Fortinet Inc., symbol F-T-N-T on the NASDAQ. Aaron, I'll let you take that one.
1: Excellent. So Fortinet, as you said, Ryan, it's been a company that's been covered under US growth stock research since May of 2018 when we recommended it to our clients. It's trading right now at just over $100 per share. It's a $17 billion market cap company um, based out of the U.S., but a very global company. The stock is up 8% over the past five days, but it's up 22% since they released their Q3 financial results on October 31st. What Fortinet is, Fortinet is a leading pure-play cybersecurity company. They have over 360,000 customers globally, and its products include unified threat management applications, firewalls, network security, and its security platform, Security Fabric. So the company came out with fantastic quarterly results on October 31st. Revenue was up 21% to $547 million. Non-GAAP or adjusted earnings per share were up 36% to $0.67 and free cash flow was up 29% to about $203 million. The company also increased its 2019 guidance. It now expects non-GAAP earnings per share of about $2.40 compared to its previous guidance of $2.25 per share. On an earnings basis, the stock is far from cheap, but Fortinet has generated very strong free cash flow of over $741 million over the past four quarters, so $741 million in free cash flow. They're also a cash-rich company. They have $1.9 billion in cash on their balance sheet and no long-term debt. So that's net cash of $11.28 per share. When you factor in that net cash position, Fortinet is trading at a valuation of about 20 times free cash flow right now. Keystone recommended Fortinet as a focus buy in our U.S. growth stock research to clients at $62 per share back in May of 2018. We made this recommendation as part of a comprehensive analysis of the overall cybersecurity sector. We like the characteristics of cybersecurity as an investment because... This is an area where enterprises have no choice but to continue to spend. They have to continue to invest in order to secure their data, in order to secure their operations. We hear about data hacks and leaks all the time, and these are very costly to the organizations that are affected. The sector globally has also been growing, and this is is expected to continue for at least the next several years. When we did our analysis, what we did is we identified 36 individual stocks in North America that were pure play, that are pure play cybersecurity companies, and we researched every one of those stocks. Fortinet, in our view, represented the best opportunity based on market leadership, growth, profitability, and value as well. We're very happy with performance with the company shares up 60% since our initial recommendation. The question of course is what do we do going forward? Is this company still a buy or should investors start to take some profits? We're gonna be putting out an update to our U.S. growth stock clients very shortly and we will provide an answer to that question.
0: Yeah, I got I to gotta give a tip of the hat to Aaron on that one, doing uh, the initial research on those 36 stocks in North America. We wanted to have some participation in the cybersecurity segment. Fortinet has provided us great exposure for us and our clients to that business. Um, you know, we're not going to tip our hat either way or tip our hand either way, sorry, uh, as to whether or not we're continuing to buy, hold, or sell the company at this point. But our clients, because uh, they, they pay us for advice, they will get the advice on that in terms of a, an update over the next uh, week, likely, on the business. And uh, again, the performance has been tremendous. We see a great cash-rich business here with good growth. So we'll continue to update that to clients going forward. I'm going to move on to our weekly dog of the week. From our stars and dog segment, it's time for this week's dog. (laughs) It is Canada Goose Holdings, Inc., symbol G-O-O-S, on the TSX. company currently trades around $47.41, a $4.6 billion market cap. Uh, Why is it a dog this week? Well, the stock is down 8% in the past couple days, 24% year to date. It does pain me to call Canada Goose a dog, as I see it as a true Canadian success story. It was founded in a small warehouse in Toronto, Canada in 1957. Canada Goose has grown into one of the world's leading makers of performance luxury apparel. The company operates in two segments, wholesale and direct-to-consumer. It offers parkas, jackets, shells, vests, knitwear, footwear, and accessory for fall, winter, and spring seasons. Primarily those big parkas you see all over the big cities, mainly in Canada. Uh, very ex- high-end, high-end type jackets, but beautifully, uh, beautifully done apparel. What is driving the stock? Well, it's all about the fundamentals here, really. Well, in, in some respect, there's some something else at work here, and we'll get into that. Canada Goose has posted. Actually, strong quarterly sales this week on Wednesday, but the stock after that fell 11% as uh, political upheaval in Hong Kong significantly affected the performance uh, of the company in that region. Now, speaking on its conference call with analysts midweek, Canada Goose's chief executive officer said the situation on the ground in Hong Kong has intensified and impacted store performance significantly. Let's take a look at those results because uh, the numbers overall were quite good in the quarter. Revenues uh, increased 27.7% to 294 million. Uh, Adjusted EBITDA was up to 79 million from 66 million in the same period last year. And adjusted net income came in at 63.6 million or 57 cents per share, uh, up from 46 cents per share in the same period of last year. Now, if we look forward on the stock, where are the valuations right now? Consensus EPS, or earnings per share, call for $1.70 this year in the current fiscal year, 2021. Uh, that's a, And looking for 24% growth next year to $2.11. So based on that, the company is trading at roughly 28 times this year's earnings and a more reasonable half times next year's expected EPS. So overall, the outlook for Canada groups, like I said, a true Canadian success story, is positive. A number of analysts have cut their uh, ratings or target prices over the next year, however, from the mid-70 range to the low $60 range, uh, despite what we see as good growth going forward. Now, we would classify their original targets as very aggressive. We think the uncertainty regarding Hong Kong is a bit overblown. And the recent sell-off is more about the multiple on the market the stock was paying prior to this coming back to reality rather than a true fear of a collapse long-term in one of its markets, just one of this company's markets. The stock looks to be trading close to fair value in the near term and holds some growth potential long-term if the company keeps growing in the 20% range. Something that is tough to do, but this company has bested that Uh, over a significant period of time. Nevertheless, its drop this week and 24% drop year-to-date give it the not-so-coveted status of our dog of the week. So so this is another great case study to
1: look at as well because uh, Canada Goose was a was a was a very highly touted company a very popular company for a period of time yeah. so just so people understand the history um, the company IPO I believe around April of 2017 at a price of $23 um, 18 months later the stock was trading at over $90 per share so going from 23 to over $90 per share in 18 months I mean there is a lot of enthusiasm um, circulating around Canada Goose, and of course, whenever that happens, we get calls from our clients asking us whether or not we think it's a good investment. So when we looked at the company, I remember Ryan, we were seeing valuations, you know, over fifty times, maybe even over sixty times earnings.
0: Yes, plus at times, plus. like you know, yeah, for sure, yeah, it, yeah.
1: We just couldn't, we couldn't wrap our head around paying that level of a evaluation um, for the company. But uh, now. Obviously, their 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 situation has changed. The financials of the business are not; um, it's not like they've deteriorated, but growth has certainly slowed, and the stock is down forty four percent since the start of the year. So, and this is yeah. during a year where the TSX has generally performed quite well. So that's just that's just another uh, warning cautionary tale for investors is just because you see a stock going up doesn't mean that's going to continue i even i i remember watching media programs on business news network and some of the anchors saying that well you know there's a saying that stocks that go up tend to keep going up and whenever i hear that i think well yeah sometimes they keep going up and sometimes they crash down i mean it's just it's a foolish way to uh to invest but we always look at the financials we always look at the profitability the value at 50 60 times earnings we weren't touching it now at 22 times next year's earnings like you said Ryan maybe it's closer to fair value but we can start to wrap our heads around the valuation a little bit better and you never know it could be a company that winds up in, in our coverage at some point in the future
0: Yeah, I mean, and when we look at the business, you look at it, this is a very well run company, they've done very well, good company is what we would rank it as the business has been growing well. But was it trading at a reasonable price? And that is the key growth at a reasonable price. And, you know, great business, is it trading at a reasonable price, not at 5060 times earnings, or plus 50, you know, 60 times earnings, Uh, now in its current range you know it starts to get a little bit more interesting but they still are trading at a premium to the market there you know and retail stocks generally uh, fashion is fickle there can be a lot of volatility in these businesses Uh, you want to check the balance sheets make sure there's uh, a good solid balance sheet there as well I mean Canada Goose has a decent, solid balance sheet, uh, but there, you know, there's, there was another name in the sector we can't mention it today that we have recommended to our clients as a retail stock, one of the only in Canada, and you know it has a positive performance year to date, where you know the Canada Goose, which is probably a better known name. Uh, definitely has not seen positive performance year to date. But like Aaron said, it is starting to come into a range where we might, you know, look at it longer term. But we'd have to continue to see, we uh, have to be considered, or we'd have to be convinced that it can continue to grow at 20, 25% plus over the next three to five years. I'm not sure we're there right now. I think that's going to conclude our show for this week. Keep your questions coming into our Your Stock Our Take segment. Uh, I'd like to wish all of our listeners, again, congrats on Fortinet and Expel, two excellent gainers that we talked about this week. And I wish you all, over the long term, profitable investing. Profitable investing. Thank you.